you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Welcome to the NFL Legends Podcast, an NFL podcast for the players, by the players. Here is your host, 14-year NFL veteran and Hall of Famer, Aeneas Williams. Hello and welcome to the NFL Legends Podcast. I'm Aeneas Williams. Today, we're going to talk about something that all legends have to deal with at one time or another. It's something that I'm working through right now, and that's the death of a former teammate. Sometimes it's like losing a brother, and today we're going to talk about it with our panel. We have a great group of legends with us today, J.B. Brown of the Dolphins, and the University of Maryland, one of the great fullbacks in NFL history, Tony Richardson, even though he looks more like a slot receiver, (laughs) 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 and an officer and a gentleman, the great Ed Reynolds of the Army and the Patriots. And uh, you guys can't see him, but he has a beautiful sweater and a grown-out beard (laughs) that's great, and they match very well. And, uh, and then to close it out, lastly, we got the great Max Strong, who, by the way, still looks like a fullback. <laughs> oh, and another all-time great fullback out of the University of Georgia. Man, you got two Georgia backs. Absolutely. Playing important roles. Somehow. <laughs> uh, in the Super Bowl. So as we get started, guys, uh, the reason we decided to bring this subject uh, to light was because of recent passing of, obviously, JB and I, our former teammate, but also a legend uh, teammate, our brother and friend, uh, the great Kwame Lasseter, mm-hmm. 
Kwame was a coordinator within the NFL Legends community, and I think everyone in this room is feeling the loss, and this isn't the first time it's happened to me or you guys. What does it feel like? What do you go through as you lose a teammate? Uh, Tony, start with you. Uh, you know, it's interesting because, uh, you know, playing for the Kansas City Chiefs, um, uh, actually had a really good relationship with uh, Derek Thomas, the late great Derek Thomas. Um, so much so, I think back to when I took my official visit to the University of Alabama and, and DT was my host. Um, you know, I remember this day like it was, you know, yesterday was, I was down at Auburn finishing my degree. Got a call from the Chiefs. Um, there was a bad accident on Highway 29. Derek was heading to the, uh, actually was heading to the Super Bowl to watch the Rams play. I think it was a playoff game. And, um, and obviously heard he was in a bad car accident. But you know the thing about it, you just, for me, even to this day, I still think about all the great memories. I think about, um, you know, DT saying, shorty, 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 all the time. Like, <laughs> and he really took me in as, as, as a younger brother, you know I mean? Just because, you know, he had that Alabama bond. I went to Auburn. We always had that rivalry. We always had a dollar bet on the game. Um, so much so when, uh, when he passed, I was uh, fortunate to eulogize him. And um, the best tribute I knew I could do was to wear an Alabama hat. I would never put on an Alabama hat again. But, uh, but in honor that's of, fighting words, Yeah, those man. are fighting that, words. That's but, love. Yeah. We, we, we but, know that's love yeah, right but, there, But man. in honor of yeah. my, uh, my, my big brother, uh, yeah, it was um, definitely tough, but I still think of all the great times and the great memories we have. Wow. What about you, Mac? Well, it brings to mind uh, just a guy that was, uh, he's an all-pro, he's a Hall of Famer, uh, Cortez Kennedy. Uh, he's a guy that just passed away uh, about a year or so ago from, um, you know, just had uh, heart complications, whatever. And he was a guy that, man, when I first got to Seattle, I mean, the year before I got there, the team was 2-14. and 14, And he was the NFL defensive player of the year. He had to be that's a fun night. That says a lot right there, right? He was 2-14. <laughs> he was the defensive player of the year. That was the wow. only guy next to, I think, Steve Larger I'd ever heard of out of Seattle, being from Georgia. And so when I get there and, uh, you know, I meet this man who I already have much respect for, mm -hmm. and, you know, I'm a, I don't know how he's going to treat me. You know, he's going to treat me like a rookie or whatever. And uh, he just invited me over to his house. You know, that's something he did, like, all the time during, uh, during the summer. At the end of training camp, he would invite all the coaches and all the players over to his house to kind of celebrate the end of training camp, getting ready to go into the season. And uh, just he was the nicest guy. Um, he was very unassuming. He probably had this great, you know, huge personality and was obviously a phenomenal player, mm -hmm. you know, in the game, was dominant, and everybody looked at him that way. But off the field, he was a totally – Different. He was a gentle giant, and uh, I played probably with I played with him probably longer than I played with any other uh, teammate wow. um, of my 15-year career, mm -hmm. and uh, it was just uh, I, I remember just getting a call and just uh, you know just thinking to myself, wow, man, there's there's no way he's one of those guys you would yeah, thought right. would just be around forever. forever. He's just real jovial, like to crack jokes all the time, and so he's a guy that uh, that I dearly miss. But I appreciate just the example that he set for all of us uh, just to give back to our, to our fellow players, to, how to be a good teammate, how to be a good pro, and uh, just how to live your life the right way. Mm. Wow. What about you, JB? Uh, there was a stretch where I probably lost uh, five or six former teammates who had been with the Dolphins. Mm. Uh, one of them was, uh, he played with me in the secondary. His name was Jarvis Williams. Um, but... Uh, when Kwame's wife called me, my heart sunk. Um, I just, I put the, I dropped the phone. My wife said, what's wrong? And then we just sat there in silence for like 30 minutes. So um, 
it's the human side. You know, people ask me about what I miss about playing in the NFL. Mm -hmm. And people say, you missed the money. I said, no, I missed the human side. I missed all the, I mean, we spent so much time together. You Correct. know, we're in the meetings. You know, Kwame sitting over there. Crack, you know Kwame, <laughs> cracking <laughs> jokes. I mean, he always had something clever right. to say. So I told his wife, I said, you know, we only played one year, and we recently reconnected uh, in the last 10 years. And it's like we were always brothers. We always knew each other. You know, I would talk to him like twice a week. He just called me. Did you see this? Did you see that? You know, we just... Just talking. I mean, it wasn't about football or anything like that. We would just, it was the human side. So right. that's what I really miss. Wow. It? Uh, I like that, JB. I had two teammates that I was close to. One, we played in the same position, position uh, Larry McGrew and Mosi Tatupu. And they both caught, the infant caught me off guard because when you, you didn't expect it because they were such good people. Mm -hmm. As one point, but they always stayed in shape, you know, Larry, and they both played at SC together. Mm -hmm. And it was funny, when you came to New England, you know, going into Boston at that time was just difficult. Because as a young guy, especially a young black, black guy coming into Boston, you were told, the first thing you're told when you become in Boston is, don't go to South Boston. And then Larry and Mimosi would be there and say, look, man, it's going to be all right. Everything is good. You can handle this. We came from L.A. to Boston. I came from Hawaii to Boston and was very successful. And just people who always had courage and words, good guidance, and always had a smile to give you. Mm -hmm. You know, if you ever came in in a bad mood, you sit beside Mosi or Larry, and the next thing you know, you're laughing. That's the kind of individuals they were. And... The way they pass and, and how they pass, it just caught you off guard. Mm. And so it was similar to when JB did call me about Kwame, because I had just got to know Kwame, but it's almost like we knew each other our whole life. Because right. right. the way his personality was, mm -hmm. but we were also both from Virginia. Right. So, you know, we Virginians take pride because we're, <laughs> we're a lot older than the rest of you from wherever y'all from. Because, you know, Virginia's 1604. We all get to talk to Chuck. We, Virginia was around 100 years before you were in a country. And, and Kwame was very good at his history and, and extraordinarily uh, special individual. You know, it's interesting when I think about the initial one, obviously, lately, is losing uh, Kwame transitioning. And uh, JB, I, I got a text probably from a, a couple of my teammates, former teammates. And I found myself like, you, you guys were quiet. You know, I left the house and I just went in my, I just sat in my vehicle mm -hmm. just for a while, just thinking. And, you know, we're supposed to be these strong guys, man, that, that don't cry necessarily. And, and, and because you play this rough sport mm -hmm. and just sat quiet, didn't know. And I'm a pastor, and I'll talk about that in a second. But it's a, it's, it's a part of life that I hate. Uh, I really believe from Scripture we were never intended to die. So the elephant in the room at any funeral is we'll never be comfortable uh, seeing people pass. And so sitting in the car for a while and then now thinking the back of my teammates, uh, one of the things, all, any legends that's listening, just people in general, you're going to always remember uh, whether it's a family member or now our family brothers in the brotherhood. So you think about this. So now I go to uh, Dave Dorson, my roommate, uh, mm. uh, Andre Waters, yeah. my roommate, right? Reggie White, Ooh. huge impact on my life, and then now Kwame. 
So when I think about that, hey, they are going, man, are we going to miss? Do we have these emotions? I now choose to remember Dave Dorison words, Aeneas, be a professional. I choose to remember Andre Waters, Aeneas, you can play well. You can, you can dominate in this game. I choose to remember Reggie White saying, man, you could still honor God and keep Christ first. Mm -hmm. And then Kwame, every time I see him, <laughs> hey, Doug, lead this team. Man, lead, man. <laughs> right? <laughs> so you just, these things, and every time I think of them, instead of thinking about them gone, mm -hmm. There's an, all of a sudden my fire is lit even more mm. when I said this, because as you guys were talking, I heard each one of our voices. Mm. And that's what I choose to, to celebrate with their lives. It just Kwame, every time an encouraging word, man. Every time. It's crazy. Every Absolutely. time. He just, he just, he made me You're laugh, right? he made me think. <laughs> just, just every time. Yeah. Yeah. And so as we, yeah. as we, as we so part of people, the public is going to hear this, right? Mm -hmm. So the, the other part now, transitioning, as a pastor, I go through, I just got a call yesterday. Uh, a wife and mother, member of my church, just was uh, diagnosed, now put placed in hospice. So now the husband who's been there, the, the daughters, and going through all of that, uh, how important is it to properly process our feelings? when you're dealing with, with loss? Because that's another thing, man. How do you process it, Tony? I think for me it was, uh, you know, obviously it was my faith. Because, I, you know, I mentioned Derek Thomas, but I also lost Lou Bush. I lost Chester McLaughlin. Um, I lost Wayne Simeon. And my thing for me is just, it's a maturity thing. Because I think when I was younger, um, when, D when Derek, when he passed, it really bothered me for a long, long, long time. And it still kind of, it affects me. But like you said, it affects you in a positive way now because you think about, Derek Thomas, the person, the man, and he helped me develop. Like, charity was one thing that DT did, and he would do a lot of things where even the cameras weren't around. So when I came to Kansas City, he was like, you know, follow me, I'll show you the way. So I think as you get older and you, you mature, you just start to realize that, you know, it's a part of life. It's a part of life, like you said, that you never really expect it for. You never expect it. Even if you know that, um, that someone is ill, even when you get that call, it still affects you, even if you know and if you expect it. So uh, I think for me, it's just understanding that it's okay to be, a, it's okay to cry. It's okay mm -hmm. to shed some tears. It's okay to say, hey, brother, like me and Mac talked just yesterday, and I could tell, I could feel that it was, it was still affecting him. I was like, hey, bro, I'm here for you. And that's good to open up to another brother and say, man, if you need a hug, I got your back. Wow. And uh, that's, that's one thing, as I'm learning as, you know, as a 47-year-old man now, wow, I'm getting old. <laughs> getting older, should I say. Yeah, don't but, say uh, old. I know I can say that. I mean, I am looking I got, at you. I'm, 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 I'm looking at that great beard over there. Yeah, but, uh, don't just say old. But, um, but you know, as a, as a man, you just start to realize that at 47 years old, man, I can, I can sit and I can go into my quiet place. I can cry. Um, and it's okay. And I need to, you know, I have young nephews that need to see Uncle Tony crying. You know, they need right. to see that, you know, as a strong African-American male, it's okay to cry and say that, hey, this hurt me, you know, so. JB? Um, I took strength, I've taken a lot of strength from his wife, Erica. Erica, um, yes. yeah. I mean, she's, she's amazing. I thought she's amazing when Kwame was alive. I say, because she put up with your butt. She's the rock. Let's get the record straight. She is the rock. But, um, you know, handling grief, um, I've lost a lot of teammates, lost a lot of family members. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, uh, I, I do cry, like you, Tony. Yeah. I cried mm -hmm. when Kwame 
my wife saw me, she cried, and we both sitting there crying. But um, I take from what you said in this, I remember the, uh, the, the good times. I remember even if there were some bad times, sure. I remember them too. I put it all together, right. and um, that helps me um, deal with it big time. And that's what I focus on, you know, right. when he was here, you know, what we went through, what we did, what we talked about, all of that. And um, that brings me through, mm. and I can appreciate that. It's right. interesting. You start yeah. thinking about, you know, I have four brothers and two sisters, and sometimes you realize that you're closer than your teammates. Then, I mean, I share more stuff with some of my teammates than I've ever oh, shared. Correct. Yeah. Ever shared with my brothers. Exactly. That's amazing when you think about absolutely. the good and the bad times. Like I call my teammates sometimes before I call my brother when I'm. We spend so much time together. Definitely. You're right. Yeah. Hundred yeah. percent correct yeah. on that. I, I still do that to this day. No doubt. With several yeah. of my teammates. Yeah. Mac. Yeah, I think for me, uh, I think a couple of things come to mind. Um, number one, when I got the call, I cried like a baby. Uh, honestly, I called my wife, and she thought that somebody else in my family had passed away. She was like, oh, tell me it's not your dad, your mom, I mean, because I was weeping <clears throat> on that level. Um, you know, sometimes you, you feel grief so deep you can't even say anything. Mm. And all I could do was just cry. I was like... You know, it took me about five minutes to bring myself to say it, even say his name. Mm. I said, no, Kwame passed away. And I was like, I just, even to this day, I'm still trying to wrap my mind around that. Mm. But it was, it was good for me to do that, though, um, because um, when people mean something to you, it strikes you on a level that you don't even know that you have sometimes. It's so deep. And Kwame was uh, definitely a friend on that level for me. And so just crying for him was just, a it was cleansing too. Yes. I, needed to, I needed to go through that. I realized that. Yeah. Um, like you said, being, you know, playing this game, we're, we're taught to sort of stuff our emotions. You know, don't even want you to bend over when you're tired because you don't want to show weakness <laughs> to your opponent. Stand up and breathe. You know, put your hands on your head and breathe. Like, uh, I don't even know if that's good for me, but okay. Uh, so, but, you know, it's, it's okay to show weakness. You know, it's okay to, it's not, a, I don't think it's a sign of weakness, no. actually. I think it's a sign of strength. And I think the other thing, just going to Kwame's memorial, um, I was like, I was just blown away. I knew he, he was leaving and a, a powerful legacy behind. Just the work he's done with the Legends community, mm -hmm. how much he cared about former players and making sure that they got resources and benefits that they needed. And he did that a, new, a, a lot of different ways. Um, but just all the other things he was involved in mm -hmm. that people celebrated, I was like, wow. It, it also made me just really think about, you know, when somebody passes away, we, are, we can learn something from anybody. Right. Yes. You can, you, we, there's, some, there's a lesson in there for all of us. Whoever attending that, that funeral, that memorial, there's something in there for you. And that's what it was for me. I was like, man, he, he lived his life um, for others, mm -hmm. serving others. And that really inspired me. And I was like, man, we need to do a better job, I think, even today, just letting people know how they mean to us right now, in the now, right. instead yeah. of waiting to... You know they're not here anymore, and you can't you can't say those things. Mm -hmm. And just really appreciating, you know, the good that you see in other people. You know what? To, to, to that end, Mac, to this day, all of us who play real close from the NFL on my team at New England, and at the Giants, and my family members, men, we all we never get off the phone without saying we love you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you do that too, every time I talk to you. Yeah, yeah. calls and love you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, always. Yeah. 
And I mean, I, I grew up in that generation. I had a father who never told us he loved it. We mm -hmm. knew it. Mm -hmm. yeah. He never said it. You know, one of the things we go through various stages of emotions when it comes down to losing love. loved one. I have a quick question for you guys. How do you get yourself to laugh at the good stuff, the fun stuff, the stuff that reminds you why you loved that teammate, a former teammate, so much? It's Matt. easy for me. Yeah. All I gotta do is go back to my text messages. <laughs> <laughs> Kwame was the king. Of <laughs> uh, these those apps that you can yeah. you know you can you can take a picture of somebody and then draw do oh, yeah, a little yeah, stuff no, on yeah. it, man. <laughs> I, man, I, I swear if we somehow can gather all of that all of those pictures of of just different Gary Cobb sleeping in the meat, oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, and snot different. coming out of his green snot coming out of his nose, and out of his mouth. That Kwame drew, I still got that you know, and, and, and texted everybody, but everybody well, cracking up in the middle I of a meat. I said, you don't have nothing better to do. Right <laughs> I used to wait to catch Kwame. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I was like, like, it's going to be something good. Or Daryl Talley in the tight jeans, man. Or the skinny jeans. And I'm like... I just couldn't, man. I was like, it's going to be something good today, man. I can't wait. And he just made me laugh all the time. If I want, if I want, you know, like you said, if I want that... You think about him. You look at him. You see him. I see that picture. You start laughing. Because if Kwame... Anytime you saw, anytime I saw him, I turn around and see Kwame, I just start laughing. <laughs> yeah. He said, hey, hey, hey. Yeah, you know he had something to say. Always. Ness, I remember when we were teammates, he would egg on, it was uh, Tommy Knight and Ty Howard. And you know, they would always be arguing, uh -huh. who's better? Well, my staffs are better than yours. And he'd be right in the middle, and then he'd look at me and start laughing. <laughs> that was him. That was him. Do y'all remember the meeting we had when Kwame first came? Oh, he challenged you. And the guy. benefits yeah. guy was yeah. saying you, you shouldn't do it. Yeah. He said, wait, wait, wait. He said, wait a minute. Yeah. You, what do you he said, I got it. I got it. He, he said, said, he said, can't he do said, that. He said, you can't do that. He said, what? Don't tell me what I can't do because I already got it. Yeah. <laughs> and then he said, this is, then he said, this is what y'all need yeah. to do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'll never forget and that. Yeah. I went to talk to Kwame. I said, Kwame, tell me about that benefit. I know. Because he explained it better than the, the benefits guys. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, this, yeah. And I was like, yep, this is, he's a great asset to our team. And he, he said, you know. can fill it out yourself. He yep. said, you're right. You can fill it out yourself. Yep. <laughs> uh, quick question. Is there a specific story you like to share about having gone through this in the past? And his story comes come to mind any of you guys. You know, when I think about Reggie White, I think about as big as he was, he was a preacher of the gospel, and he'd walk around, they told me sometimes in the locker room in Philadelphia with the Bible and uh, a towel wrapped around him. And, uh, and his imposing figure is like, you know, are you gonna get saved? Mm. Or are you gonna let him get a hold of you? Which, which one, you know, <laughs> things like that. Just so many lives that, that I can just see him. And uh, at the Pro Bowl, baptized in Larry Centers. Yeah. Uh, Ed was working at NFL yeah. Security at that time. That was an amazing time. That's a story and probably another podcast in and of itself. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. But any stories come to mind, guys? Any? I, well, I think with um, Cortez, I mean, just... General Giant, too. Yeah, man, every I'm time. just trying to, yeah, I mean, dude, he, he, you looked at him and the way he played, and then you see him off the field like two different people. I mean, uh, but he was just a, a guy that I think anybody can relate to. Um, you know, sometimes we can only 
we sometimes we get in circles and we can talk. You know, we have our football speak or we talk telling stories, and people who aren't necessarily uh, who've never played the game, they've never been in a locker room or been in a huddle. Mm -hmm. It sounds foreign to them. My wife would be like that sometimes. She, oh, you getting with your friends. All right, I'm going to take off. Yeah. All right, I know that. No, it's going to be 30 minutes later yeah, before exactly. I get you back. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but uh, Cortez had opportunity. And he really saw people like, like that. And he would just bring them into the conversation, yeah. make them a part of it. Well, they didn't, they didn't feel like an outsider. Oh, that's those guys over there. That's, you know, pro football players or whatever. That's teammates. He would bring them in and make them, not make them feel ostracized or left out. And I, I, I remember I used to just take note of that. And I was like, man, that's, what, that's how I want to be. You know, mm -hmm. you, you can make a decision of what type of player, what type of person you want to be sometimes. And I just watching him do that, I was like, that, that's how I want to be. I want to hopefully be able to help it bring in, not just relate to people who are like me, but people right. who don't understand me, who aren't like me, so. Yo, JB, what? What would be your advice to legends who are currently going through something like this or will eventually go through something like this? Yeah, maximize uh, the presence, you know, uh, you sure. know, take every relationship that you have um, and uh, maximize it, you know, love on people. Um, and just, you know, the, I think I appreciate the NFL more now than when I played because of stuff like this and because of the brotherhood and when I come to the Super Bowl yeah. and when I go to events, how everybody just, you know, it, it just warms your heart when Absolutely. guys get together. Right. We laugh, we joke, we talk about our health, we talk about our kids, we talk about what's going on in our lives and we extend to one another, you know, and we stay in touch. And um, that's the advice, you know, just love on one another and, um, you know, it's the human side to this is much more than the human and the the social and the spiritual side is much more to this than the physical side of actually playing the game to right. me. So, you know, Tony, when it comes down to hundred uh, percent, what you go through in terms of how is the legends community just what J JB said? Yeah, I think I think how what important. You, I think that's what you do, and I was just gonna say that this is it allows you to teaches you to lean on your brotherhood. Because the thing about it, like we're in Atlanta now, and we're obviously this is where a big heat map of the number of brothers that you know of players that live here, and you just realize like, man, we might not, I might, I might see some guys I hadn't seen in five or six years, but I still remember, and we still tell those stories, and we think about that brotherhood that we shared. I think that's the thing that we've created with the Legends community is that that we could we we should lean on our brothers because no one else in the world understands. Like two a days, like you said, it's a whole different language. <laughs> the two a days, the you know having to go out there with your ankle almost tore off the bone, but guess what? You're gonna tape it up because you don't want to let your brother down. That's the same sense where I'm like, when I saw Mac yesterday, and thankfully we were in the hallway by ourselves, I could feel it. I could feel his pain. I was just like, Mac, I'm here for you, bro. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And that's the thing that we need to just continue to to build and say, man, you know what? You've already paid the price. It, does, it costs nothing to be a part of this brotherhood. You've already paid the price. Yeah. And that's from your blood. The time you signed that contract, the time we did a two a days, maybe the time I had to knock you out. But, <laughs> but I had to be, you know, maybe for that time. But I'm still gonna yeah, love her. Yeah, yeah, I'm still yeah. gonna love her. You can have a barbecue sandwich after the game. But my bad. Right now, my, my bad. bad. But right now, I'm gonna have to go ahead and give you one. But, uh, but, I, I but say, that's the brotherhood. I want to say this too. When I played in Arizona, I was only there one year, but I learned from Aeneas on how to do just that, how to love on your teammates, yeah. and how to. Show them that you genuinely care. This mm -hmm. guy genuinely cared about all of us. Yeah, and uh, you. you taught me something when yeah, I was there. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, of course. Yep. Is, 
The other thing, Ed, how do, it's, it's one thing us, how has connecting with legends and the legends community, how do you think it helped families get through this? Well, I think you see the changes that it has created within that individual player at that time. Yeah. That you, you look at the spouse and they, they lit up. You know, you got a glow about them because they, they're so happy to see He's back. that person yeah. in, that, in that moment. Mm -hmm. and, and that has been tremendous. I mean, I've seen the, the transition, the transformations of guys coming into the Legends Lounge where they come in with their head down, you know, or they were hesitant to even do it or whether they deserve to be in the Legends community. And by the time they leave, they're a whole different individual. Mm -hmm. And they're so at peace and they're so happy and they didn't realize, you don't realize what you did or accomplished until you sit around with all the others who recognize what you accomplished. Because, exactly. you know, you, sit, you see a guy like, man, I remember you, I remember when you played. You were tough, you were a good football player. But you know what, I always thought you were a better person and then you proved mm -hmm. me right tonight. They just light up. And Yeah, I think the other part about that, that's a great point, is that, you know, you, you, you speak life. And to, and to other people when you do that, when you encourage them. You know, that's the thing. That's what the Legends community has been about. You know, there's a saying, happy wife, happy life. Yes. You know, they, they should have some kind of saying for a happy husband or something like yeah. that because, <laughs> yeah. because we create the atmosphere in our homes. Mm -hmm. We just do. Just because we have that intensity and we have that leadership just even ordained by God. Mm -hmm. And I think as we go, so go our families. I mean, if we're, we're happy. Wife's going to be happy. Kids going to be doing well. I mean, things are not going to be perfect, but right. that individual, as long as we can build that guy up, it makes uh, all the difference in the world to his family. Wow. I want to thank each of you guys for the honesty about such a tough subject. This is the reason we do these podcasts, to talk about not only the good stuff, but the tough stuff that all legends go through. Thanks for listening. The best is yet to come. Appreciate you guys. <laughs> this has been the NFL Legends Podcast. To provide feedback or request a topic for discussion, email us at NFLLegends at NFL.com. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Live Nation presents Concert Week. 
Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash concertweek to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org.